0: Alrighty then, let's move on to subject number four. This one will be the Missing Murdered Indigenous Women Movement Update. And the point about this sub- uh, segment is that this is all about the recent results of how the movement is progressing and why the uh, Clagato Veteran Nonprofit Organization Incorporated have not been able to produce any projects as a result of all this going on. And what I mean by that is that basically that hummingbird initiative that I've been trying to push for that drone service program, it hasn't really started. It hasn't really taken effect, but it, it could kind of coincide with, um, Boo Nigren if he becomes president. And, and if he did, that's like one of the things I'd like to go up to him and say, Hey, look, man, uh, this is what I've been doing. I've already got all this you know, set and I've got the plan, the mission statement, five-year plan, 10-year plan, 15-year plan. Um, I want this, this is how I want it to run. This is what the program is going to entail. This is how it could grow over time. And all I really need is, you know, your permission to just, I don't know, right there. I don't know exactly how that would, how it would work. Would I go in front of the Council chamber? Would I go, would I have to bring it up in front of the chapter first and then work my way up that way and then get it pushed off to the side where it's just going to sit? Or should I just go right directly straight into the like president's office saying, look, man, th- this is the way we can change things? And I'll I'll say this again because I think it's a very powerful, great statement. Is that the only thing Jonathan Nez did right during the The quote unquote pandemic was to shut down everything, shut down the borders onto the res. And I believe that's where it was a tremendous attribute to these other uh, people like um, the human traffickers coming onto the res. Now, I don't know exactly if it really stopped them, but at least if they had that thought in their head, like, oh shit, we can't get on the reservation and steal any kids and women anymore let's see how this plays out. You know, that would be great. Where it just kind of delayed them for a little bit. That would be awesome. But other than that, I I really don't know what the, um, what the uh, statistics are for that anyways. And so that's why I haven't, that's what I mean by uh, the update as far as this goes is that it's mostly pertaining to the programs I want to do off of this nonprofit. And it is somewhat ready, but I've also been trying to get other things done alongside of working on the vehicle that keeps breaking down. And, and then other people needing my help, which I do tell them, let me know ahead of time. Just like what happened today. Uh, a friend asked me, can you come over and help me move a couch? And I'm like, when right now? He's like, yeah. I said, I'm in Clagato. He goes, yeah. So just come on over to Gallup, you know, like it's nothing, you know, And because he's such a great friend, I told him, ah, shit. I was like, all right, dude, yeah, I'll be there. Let me get ready first. And so in order for me to leave, I knew I wasn't going to get back in time. So I um, had to do like a lot of things to before I took off. And I think I can just drop everything and take off and come on over. And technically I could, but in the end, I don't know how long I would have been there and I would have probably came back late and all the stuff that I was supposed to do. It was st- still right there. Mine had not been put away and all this stuff. When I got to Gallup, his mom told me, oh, you're too late. We already put everything away. And I was like, well, then why in the hell did you ask me for help then? You know, and so for the most part, everybody that does ask me for help, they've always been like, you know, I'd ask them, are you sure? And they would are pretty much reassure me that they would need my help. If not, they would say, "Uh, you know what? I think we got it. That's Okay. And I said, you know, you got to make sure, man, you know, just let me know. If you don't, then, you know, I'm going to be wasting my time. Well, and the fault has also got to fall on me because I should have called when I left. I should have called when I got to Window Rock. Right there, if they said, no, that's all right, it's too late. And there's also traffic, you know, when you come into Gamurco, when you're going into Gallup, you know, you're not going to make it on time. We'll do it, you know. That would have saved me that extra, extra what, 30, 30 minutes to go from Winderock to Ganado, I mean Ganado, to Gallup. So, you know, it's just stuff like that. But um, getting back to what I'm saying about these programs, um, for as far as the Missing, Murdered, Indigenous Women movement goes, I really haven't been able to take it in the direction I wanted it to go. And a lot of that has to fall on the fact that I got vehicle problems and there's also the nonprofit I'm trying to keep in track of. And, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, I'm like, oh, now I know why people have, you know, secretaries and I was like, damn, you know, that's, but that's, uh, as far as being my own boss with the nonprofit, um, I preferred that way because I can get things done a lot quicker instead of me waiting around for people trying to have meetings and all this stuff. It's just a big old waste of time. And so the other thing about the uh, missing murdered indigenous indigenous women movement is that um, there was a lady who started to do a walk from – I think she's Navajo and she did it from Arizona going all the way up to Washington, D.C. I don't know how far she is or if she made it there by now, since we're in August, but I think she was walking there all summer, and um, that in itself is pretty dangerous, because, yeah, I understand that she wants to make a statement, saying, look, I'm willing to walk this far to show how serious I am about my cause, and this movement that's going on, and, you know, the issues that go along with it, and why it needs to be, why there needs to be attention to be brought to it, but, you know, for her to do it on her own, you know, is, uh, I'm pretty sure there's somebody following her, but like, like family and stuff like that. But that is, uh, you know, that, that is a big, big time risk as far as possibly getting hit on the side of the road by a runaway vehicle or just someone who's crazy and fast enough to pick her up and take off with her, you know, in a fast moving vehicle or, um, and just wherever she's sleeping to get kidnapped, you know. So there's a lot of risks and factors right there. That's why that hummingbird initiative, the way I see it, it's not ready to be done yet. It's like, it's almost like the ghosts and spirits of these people who have passed on from being kidnapped and, and sold into sex slavery and all that stuff. It's like they're telling me, wait, 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 time's not ready for you yet. You know, you, you don't have everything that you need to get started you know, you need to build up some credibility first. You need to try this first, go here and talk to these people and that person. And so I was like, okay, okay. All right. You know, so obviously when things aren't going the way you wanted it to go, there's no point in trying to force it to happen. It'll happen on its own when it's time. So that's the uh, teachings I got from my mother. So that's why I'm not really trying to push for it as hard as I originally was. Cause in the beginning, I thought it would be pretty easy, you know. I had an idea, a concept, but then I realized that the more I brought it up to the veterans at the the commanders at these uh, agency meetings, the more I realized they didn't care. They just want their uh, stipends, and I was like, "Damn, man, that's that's pretty sad, man." But um, excuse me, um, the way the the movement is going. It's getting ignored. Obviously, you know, the mainstream media. All they really care about is coronavirus, abortions, defunding the police, Black Lives Matter, the border wall, all the stuff that is non-Navajo, non-native related. They'll go for that, but yet, you know, they're praising shows like Reservation Dogs, Dark Wind, um, Prey, that that the other sequel to the Predator and i think sometimes yellowstone so with all that going on these natives that are in these shows they could easily help promote it but i haven't heard too much about it as far as mainstream media goes and the reason why i'm picking on the mainstream media is because they're the ones that kept pushing for the coronavirus to to hate donald trump and support joe biden so all that stuff that was going on in the past few years, it's starting to fall apart. And it's like, they're kind of like reaching around, trying to grab something to blame. And that's where that guy, Bill Maher, he's got a show. What was it called? Politically correct. He, he does start to sound like a Republican guy, the way he's starting to view the, how the Democrats are running the country. But Bill Maher, you know his his views are just based off of you know him being a celebrity basically and having his own show, uh, and then what people will call white privilege, you know him being a white male. But it's when when all that is considered, it's kind of hard for any natives to really you know stand up and um, say, look, this is why we're we're doing this because native lives, it's just another part of the background of what America is. Basically, I I think I'm saying that right, but I mean, I I still watch, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these stuff. Like I said, I used to watch Trevor Noah and The Daily Show, but then the more he started to push for vaccines and, you know, wearing your mask and all this stuff, the more I kind of saw him as just like a, like a tool, a puppet. And, you know, he really wasn't doing too much, uh comedy and all he did was like make fun of donald trump and his kids and stuff like that and you know a lot of that a lot of those shows on television i kind of stopped watching it just kind of got boring after a while you know Uh, i used to watch that stephen colbert and man i used to get a kick out of it when he used to make fun of trump but then after a while it started to become repetitive and it's like Uh, okay, yeah, you know, you kind of said that same joke like a few weeks ago. Okay, all right, man. you know, Oh, man, you're boring. Oh, the hell with you, man. I ain't got no time to watch you. And so that's why, you know, I really hope that a lot of uh, natives or Navajos mostly kind of just stop listening to all that mainstream media garbage and kind of like focus on their lives. Now, if they want to do some research, that'd be great. Uh, you know, a plus bonus, but mostly just kind of stick to what we know right now. And that is to get ready for a big winter, because what's that mainstream media going to do? If we have like, you know, 10 feet of snow and, and, you know, all the water freezes in Clagato, who's going to save us then who's going to help us? Everybody's going to run to the Clagato well and start pumping that thing until, you know, it breaks then what's going to happen that water is going to gush out and probably freeze overnight and then everybody's going to run back to the chapter house oh you're not doing your job you're not doing your job it's like well that's what you get for listening to mainstream media all summer you know get prepare for winter prepare the firewoods you know let's let's do all that we can and if you know if you want clagato veterans Nonprofit to jump in and help out then you know come on over to the meetings and don't judge from a distance just come on in and let the, let the uh, veterans know what how you would like the uh, nonprofit to work, you know, and stuff like that. But that's just the, uh, the world we live in. And um, so I wanted to bring that up. I mean, I really didn't talk too much about the Missing Murdered Indigenous Women uh, movement itself. But I was just talking around it. So hopefully next time we'll kind of cover more than that. And, um, well, that's the update I have for that. So let's go ahead and move on to... Our last subject of the night, this one is Nine Years in a Russian Prison.